0: Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. It is our 757th day today. Together in God's Word, we're in Isaiah chapter 60. Wonderful, beautiful, powerful chapter. Um, Yesterday's chapter 59 was mostly serious and heavy and dark about our own sin and the reality of those things. but We have to see those things so that we can see the glorious salvation of God in Christ Jesus. Anyway, let's pray so that we can see the light of God clearly in Isaiah 60 today. Heavenly Father, thank you oh so much for your word and your spirit, for your Son and our salvation. Would you teach us as we walk through Isaiah 60 together today? In Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you. All nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, then your daughters shall be carried on the hip, then you shall see and be radiant, your heart shall thrill and exult, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, the wealth of nations shall come to you, a multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come, they shall bring gold and frankincense and shall bring good news, the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered to you, the rams of Nebaioth shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar, and I will beautify my beautiful house. Who are these that fly like a cloud, and like doves to their windows? For the coastlands shall hope for me, the ships of Tarshish first to bring your children from afar, their silver and gold with them, for the name of the Lord your God, and for the Holy One of Israel, because he has made you beautiful. Foreigners shall build up your walls, and kings shall minister to you, for in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Your gates shall be open continually, day and night they shall not be shut, that people may bring to you the wealth of the nations with their kings led in procession, for the nation and kingdom that will not serve you shall perish. Those nations shall be utterly laid waste. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the plain, and the pine, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The sons of those who afflicted you shall come bending low to you. All who despised you shall bow down at your feet. They shall call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, with no one passing through, I will make you majestic forever. A joy from age to age. You shall suck the milk of nations. You shall nurse at the breast of kings. And you shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring gold. And instead of iron, I will bring silver. Instead of wood, bronze. Instead of stones, iron. I will make your overseers peace and your taskmasters righteousness. Violence shall no more be heard in your land devastation or destruction within your borders you shall call your walls salvation and your gates praise the sun shall be no more your light by day nor for brightness shall the moon give you light but the lord will be your everlasting light and your god will be your glory your sun shall no more go down nor your moon withdraw itself for the lord will be Your everlasting light and your days of mourning shall be ended. Your people shall be all righteous. They shall possess the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I might be glorified. The least one shall become a clan, and the smallest one a mighty nation. I am the Lord. In its time I will hasten. The last line there means that God will act When the time is right Galatians four four tells us In the fullness of time God sent forth his son Born of a woman Born under the law To redeem those who were under the law And so in its time In the fullness of time God brings this to be Isaiah 60 This follows on Isaiah 59 as the effect of the Redeemer coming to Zion, as the effect of the Lord's arm reaching out and making intercession. The light of God, the light of the world, the glory of the Lord comes. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the glory of God in human form. And while the whole world was under the thick darkness of ignorance and unbelief and pagan idolatry and superstition and demonic oppression, the glory of the Lord shone in the land of Israel, in the streets of Jerusalem, in the hills of Galilee, along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, the light of the world shone. He spoke the truth. And then he accomplished salvation. And when Pentecost came, there was a great gathering of people. Thousands and thousands of people had crowded into Jerusalem to celebrate Pentecost. They came from all over the Roman world. They were Jewish, but they were from many different nations and tribes. And they spoke many different languages. And they came together and God showed them his light. God showed them his truth. God spoke to them powerfully. Three thousand of them were baptized And added to the church, many of them went back home and took the gospel back to their homelands. And ever since then, the gospel has been spreading. So when you heard Isaiah 60, you might have been thinking, is this now or is this yet to come? Is this the way the church is in the world today? Or is this the way things are going to be when Jesus comes again? And the answer to that question is yes, It is, this is an already, but not yet. This is a present reality, but not yet fullness. This is a present, true substance, but without the consummation of it, without the the full ingathering of it all. So we're in a place right now where the kingdom of God is spreading. People are coming in from other countries. People have come in from other countries. You think, even verse 6, about bringing gold and frankincense from Midian, from Ephah, that was even fulfilled in the wise men coming to visit Jesus when they brought gold and frankincense on camels from the eastern countries. But, as the gospel goes out, it is true that more nations, more peoples, more languages, Rulers of those nations have come to faith in Jesus Christ. They have said, this is the Lord. This is the light of the world. This is the truth, and I will believe it. And this, the gospel has spread. But it's also true that the gospel is still opposed. And so it's not the truth that all nations and all kings and all wealth and all glory have been brought in. So your gates shall be open continually day and night. They shall not be shut that people may bring to you the wealth of nations with kings led in procession. That right there is specifically quoted in Revelation 21 as what will be true in the new Jerusalem or of the new Jerusalem in the new heavens and the new earth. So that the fullness of that. Open gates, never shut. All the wealth of the nations brought in. That is awaiting the future glorious consummation in Revelation 21. As also true, um, the idea that you don't need the sun or the moon. Which this Sunday in our sermon, that's tomorrow in our sermon, we're going to have more of this. The idea of the sun, because it's hinted at in Isaiah 30, before he circles back around to it in Isaiah 60. The sun shall be no more your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give you light. But the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. That again is directly quoted in Revelation 21. So if you read this, and then you read Revelation 21, you'll see that much of what unfolds in Revelation 21 in the New Jerusalem, in the new heavens and the new earth, is drawn directly from Isaiah 60. But it is not true that it is all future, and that none of it's now, because it is happening now, in the gospel glory, but it will happen in the future, in the revealed, unveiled. Revelation is the unveiling, in the unveiled glory. So there's an intensification of light spreading into the world now, But it's facing opposition because the world remains hostile to God and the nations rage against the king and against his anointed one. And Jesus said, The world's going to hate you. Keep in mind, it hated me first. So the gospel never goes forward without power, and the gospel never goes forward without opposition. These two things are true. There is a glorious power in the gospel to save sinners, and there is strenuous opposition from the world to the gospel. And what Isaiah 60 is picturing is, as this gospel goes forward, there will come a time when Jesus comes again, when arise, shine, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, when Jesus shall come again in unveiled glory. He came before in veiled glory. He had no form or majesty that we should look upon him, no beauty that we should desire him, Isaiah 53. Here he's going to have unveiled glory. So that every eye will see, every knee will bow, every tongue confess. That day is coming. And for now, the kingdom advances through the gospel, not through politics. And in the face of opposition, not to the sound of the world's thunderous applause. So what are we going to do? Here's what I think the call of Isaiah 60 is. Receive and rejoice in the light of God that is found in Jesus Christ our Savior. Proclaim his gospel without fear, without hesitation for the glory of his name and for the good of the nations and follow him. Follow him. As the gospel spreads, wait for him. Wait for him, for the glory will come unveiled when Jesus returns. Let's pray. Father, thank you for bringing us into your kingdom. Who are we? that you should be so good to us, that you should love us so much, that you should bring us into your glorious kingdom. We're so thankful for that. Would you please build us up in Christ? Strengthen us in our confident hope in the gospel. Send us out into the world as ambassadors for Christ, for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me for Isaiah 60. Tomorrow we are going to go back to the book of Daniel and pick up with Daniel chapter 9. I hope you have a blessed day in the Lord.